Hey, it's Emily. And it's Lauren. And welcome to Gleek Please with Emily and Lauren. Welcome back. If you're, you know, if you're not new here, which you probably aren't. <laughs> we hardly get new <laughs> listeners. Um. Oh. Hey, what's up? It's been a while. <laughs> to quote one Zayn Malik yeah how long has it been um oh not too long um it's been like three weeks maybe a month um it would have been a month if we were recording on July 1st so almost yeah close because my life went to hell in a handbasket the first of June yeah, life life comes at you fast, and you know you never know what's gonna happen. Well, sometimes you do. You can inf- you can infer. How about that? <laughs> but yeah, we're back and we're here. I'm excited for my niece to be born. She's her due date is August twenty first. I'm gonna be a TT again. I'm very happy. Oh, her baby shower. Dawana's baby shower is on um, Saturday. So today's Thursday. I'm not Saturday. It's on Sunday. When uh-huh. when this episode comes out. So, yeah. What are we doing today? Today. <laughs> Guys, we're recording two episodes today. Mm-hmm. Because we're very behind and we're finally at the so end far of season behind. one only finally took almost a year <laughs> only we, took almost um, a year we have been waiting to get season one off of our backs and today we, that finally ends it's crazy because with this podcast we haven't had like one month i don't think we're oh it's gotta chill my hair rubbed up against my my back <laughs> of something of just no no mishaps I don't we think we've had that. It. We can't. But we're going to continue. Lord will it. <laughs> um, we're going to try. We'll see how it goes. We're going to try our darndest. Did you sign up for classes yet? Well, for school? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I've already, I signed up for my classes like months ago. Berman. You yeah. are full-time. Yeah. I want to cry. What is that? Okay. What is that? Is that you? It's like a doom, doom, doom. That's what I hear. Where are you getting a doom, doom, doom for? It was just every, it was like just a couple, it was like a little bit. I don't know. It wasn't me. So. Oh, maybe someone's knocking on my door. I don't know. No. Oh, well. Um, we were going to record last week, but it was James' birthday. So. Not James's, James. Emily's brother for the for those of y'all who don't follow her on her personal Instagram. Yeah. But yeah. I saw Maverick City Music, Jonathan McReynolds, House Fire, and Kirk Franklin on Tuesday. And it was the longest, longest concert I've ever been to. So my glasses back on. Um, yeah. It was so lit. Praise the Lord at church. It was so much fun. And Brandon Lake from Maverick City Music, that man is flying. Like, he, if, okay, I'm going to be real. I didn't know who the members of, this, of the group were, and I still don't really know. There's like 10 members, I swear there are. <laughs> but yeah. And uh, he walked out. He had his tattoos with his with his tank top, and he was looking fine. I was up. I was like up. We were up pretty high, but we had a straight view of the stage, and I was like, this man. I'm in love with him, but he's married and has two kids. <laughs> so there's that. That's okay. Yeah, I didn't see the chance anyway. So what's up with you? What's up with me? Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't done much of anything except like swimming, I'm trying to get my tan ready for this vacation. I can't swim. Oh no. So, yeah. What's gossip? 
it's old gossip but but we haven't been here for a while so we're telling you old gossip mm-hmm. so the tony's were what last week two weeks ago last week was, i don't know time uh, time is let me just take my glasses off <laughs> i'm gonna keep yawning yeah. Yeah, the Oscars for show. The Tonys happened. <laughs> I didn't watch them. I don't really know all, what all happened. Ariana DeBose did a, an amazing opening um, hosting job, is what I heard. Yes. She I sat on Andrew Garfield's lap. Lucky so. Living my dream. Um, mm-hmm. How does it feel? Especially because he's single. I think she got a girlfriend, though. Um, so, uh, Spring Awakening cast performed. Let's talk about, um, y'all's fave, Leah Michelle's spray tan. It was, it, it was, because it went, she didn't have it for a while. And then all of a sudden she gets on TV and she looks like season five and season six, Rachel. So I'm like... She she was almost as almost as black as me. That's how dark she was. She she we was almost the same skin tone. And she looked a mess. <laughs> like I know she was on vacation like a week before the Tonys, but she did not get that tan. And then no. Oh. It's she's literally looking like SpongeBob in that one episode. Why? She looked a mess. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Um and so she like presented something and the streets were saying that Ryan Murphy was giving her the words in her ear because she don't know how to read, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're still not convinced she can read. Yeah, streets were saying that she was that she had a little earpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um the streets are also saying that she's supposed to be replacing Beanie Feldstein <laughs> on <laughs> Broadway a funny girl I don't think that's true you don't I, think so there's just there's no possible she's too old to play Fanny yeah way too old um yeah it's, it's not this it's a funny rumor but a rumor nonetheless if anyone's replacing Beanie it's gonna be her understudy yeah and she, a lot of people say they like her, her understudy better than her. And I'm like, dang, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, and news for us, we're, we're hanging it out for Jonathan Groff. Nothing new, actually. I can't, I can't give too many details, but if you follow me on Wattpad, then you know. <laughs> Just not seeing some stuff that I didn't think I was going to see. <laughs> What? I'm not complaining. You feel me? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about me, I'll be a hag. Uh, yeah. Not proud, but I will be. I'll do it, though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all I got. Had a little mini cold. I'm pretty sure it was mostly allergies, though. But y'all lucky it wasn't fully, because this podcast wouldn't would have ended before season one ended, because y'all would be, y'all be gone. Heading on. <laughs> That's a fact. I'm, so, I'm holding on to that promise. Darren and Julianne, they did the, like the pre-show for the Chinese. They also did fantastic. Mm-hmm. The song Darren wrote, very catchy. Julianne Huff. Derek Huff, he's such a fine man. I love me some fine older man. I don't know what it is. Majority of my celebrity <laughs> crushes are way older than me. At the very least, five years older. At the least. At the most, 60. Not 60. I'm um, not 60, not 60, 40. <laughs> I was like, 60. God, you like an 80-year-old. <laughs> no. Anyways, let's get into a yeah. Yeah. Do you have contacts in? Yeah. You're so pretty. I think. You're welcome. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Sajai, 
Um, we're talking about the last episode of season one, Journey. Mm-hmm. My whole brain just stopped working. You said what? My whole brain just stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Journey to regionals. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we're very excited that this is the last episode of this season because we're sick of it. I'm sick of it. <sighs> Ready to move on. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Mm-mm. Let's get into it. Yep. Songs for the episode. Stay with me. These first three are all journey songs. Mm-hmm. Faithfully. A mashup of any way you want it, love and touch and squeezing, and don't stop believing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we have Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Two Star with Love by Lulu. And Over the Rainbow. I'm going to butcher this because it's the ukulele version. Um, Israel, comma, comma, Oli. Mm-hmm. Or if not, Wizard of Oz. We'll go with that. Yeah, somewhere over the rainbow. Wizard yeah. of Oz originally. <laughs> Plot lines. Um, the biggest of all, regionals. Mm-hmm. Then, yes. yeah. Um, also, Sue is a judge at regionals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Quinn goes into labor. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my little Finchel thing. So. And then Emmy-worthy performance, methinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Set the culture for the 2010s. Yes. And not many of the girls can top that scene today. You know, they can't. They can't. That's just a fact, Jack. Um, so yeah. So when Will finds out that Sue's a judge, he goes straight to Figgy about it. And it's like, you doing too much. Like he was straight yelling at him over something that he had no control of. Like talk to the Ohio State show choir board. Like what? <laughs> Figgis can't do anything about that. He can't do anything when it has to do with his own school. Right. Well, you better back His up, hands back are tied. I think I got bit. Mm. Oh, no. Get here to see it. Yeah. It's like, sure, you have to do something about this. It's like, calm down, William Nilliam. My hands are tied, too. What are you swole? And then the show, the show, the competition is on Saturday. They still have no set list. And you expect to win? To, get, to keep the club going? That's what I'm saying. Foolery. Foolery. Like, he has this song nomination party in his apartment. You shouldn't have a song nomination party a week before the competition. Yeah, the thing, you you need to be, basically have all your set lists prepared with the, with, you know, just just in case you do make it through all the rounds. Mm-hmm. You, we would gotta have, have a repertoire. And that's what they were supposed to have been do- doing, like when they had the competition in Vitamin D, and it was supposed to be whoever won, they would perform at sectionals. While none, neither of them won, they performed none of those songs. Mm-hmm. So it's like they did all these competitions and these performances, yet they apparently have no repertoire other than Journey and don't mm-hmm. stop believing. <laughs> like so, it's, it uh, it just felt like you know, like because I because Coral. Versus show choir, I wasn't in show choir, so I don't know if it was different than choral because we had district choral festival, not competitions like that. And so, those songs to we performed at what would be sectionals, we would perform them at regionals as well and add another song, mm-hmm. or like take one out and add a new one or something like that. And you would have to you would get judged, and they would give technique tips and all this stuff, or like you know just like different things that you could possibly do to make your performance better. But um, it's different. So yeah, and we didn't get trophies. Mm-hmm. Did we? I don't remember. So yeah, I hate you, William Nellium. <laughs> and then it took to the final episode for us to find out how far along Quinn actually was. You know, mm-hmm. we fi- we figured it out for ourselves, but mm-hmm. we did the math. 
yeah, quick maths. Since we're Greeks to the death, apparently, apparently, not by choice. It says she's a ten, but she, but every time she hears a song, she says they sang a song Glee. <laughs> and I do it again, and again, and again. Oh, I saw one that says she's a ten, but she knows the episode of every Glee episode and what songs were in them. And do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. You can look at an outfit. Oh yeah, they say that on that bad. Then she wore that in that episode. Oh yeah, she saying that in that episode. <laughs> Get her hairstyle, yes, from that season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when Will talks to Emma about needing like direction or guidance or whatever, he and then he finds out that Emma has moved on. He looks so freaking offended. If for what, like you wasn't macking on Shelby Corker. And... <laughs> Disgusting. You slut. Just... You're a slut, Will. And he was like, I think too, inferring that, at, like asking if they have had sex. I ain't none of your business, bro. Like, he was pissing me off in this episode. Not go for it. <laughs> when does he not piss you off? Matthew Morrison pissing me off. He didn't do that much, but still. Somebody said Will, Will Schuster was based off of Justin Timberlake. And you ain't never seen. Uh, Matthew Morrison and Justin Timberlake in the same room. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> no, guys, here's the pipeline Justin Timberlake to Matthew Morrison to Liam Payne. That's the same person. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. So, Will's in the car, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like flipping the channels, the radio channels, radio stations. And don't stop believing is on. And this man burst out crying and it's the ugliest crying face you've ever seen next to Monse from on my block. <laughs> it was disgusting. And I wish I never saw it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I started laughing. I, I was like, is this supposed to be sentimental? It ain't no sentimentality at all. <laughs> Hated it. There's just nothing about it that I like. <laughs> Of all the songs you cry to, yeah. At the so after you know at the uh, little nomination party, everybody's crying and they're like, "I don't want Glee Club to be over." And it's like, first of all, I felt that not like me losing a club, but the thought of something being over, like forever, like you know. But we'll talk about that type of stuff in season three <laughs> when it comes to senior year. Um, Finn was like digging on Rachel. He's like, "You're about to be the leader. You can't cry." It's like, I'm sorry. She's upset. <laughs> like, we... <laughs> my excuse me. Yeah, bro. No, I was watching with my mom, and she almost started crying. <sighs> no, but it's, it's because Puck said, "You think we're gonna give a damn about Finn in three years?" And then she got emotional. Oh. I was like, oh, damn. Why should I point that out? Nessina actually wanted to throw up. Mm-hmm. Like, legit. Do you expect me to ship them? Why? It's more than just sex to me. <laughs> <laughs> you, get like, a drunk, you get a drunk on wine coolers. But it's... it's I can't even say. I don't know. <laughs> It was enough just knowing the context of how Beth was created. Yeah. We did not need the accompanying scene. Especially because Mark is just not a good actor. So there's only so much he can give to make it seem like he actually has feelings for Quinn. Mm -hmm. He never really gave any type of any facial expression, any inflection in his voice to prove that Puck had feelings for Quinn. (laughs) <laughs> I never believed it anytime he said he was in love with Quinn. No. He's like, I've loved you forever. It's like, no, you haven't. You love the concept of her. It's and it, even though this we can't really just we don't really need to talk about this to season five, but it's like he 
they built it up as if like Puck was like in love with Quinn, but they never really had any time to create any type of friendship, let alone mm-hmm. a relationship. They did the same yeah. thing with the unholy, unholy Trinity. They actually weren't as close as they tried to make it seem like Brittany and Santana were closer than Quinn was to either of them. Yeah. But that's what we have fan fiction for. We can expand on what the writers did. Um, yeah. And so Will, he tells the kids, you know, he gives a speech. That's probably his best speech right up until he said, we're doing a journey medley. Yeah, that's where he mm-hmm. lost me. Mm-hmm. That's cute, though. Cute little speech. Yeah. But the fact that he's like, we're going to do a journey medley as I like we didn't just kill the funk number last week. Do that. Do, you, you know, use your strength. I just got deja vu. Journey isn't their um, strength. Like, don't stop believing, maybe. But like a whole thing, nobody wants to hear a journey medley. Nobody. So then we get to the competition, and what annoys me when you read the fanfic, the Glee fanfic, and it's and they say oral intensity, like O R A L, mm-hmm. as opposed to oral A U R A L, how it's actually spelled. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have the subtitles on when you're typing. I'm confused. <laughs> no, for the longest time, I did think it was oral and not oral yeah and then one of my friends was a music major and she was taking oral studies so then mm-hmm. i was like oh they're different huh yeah oh um, yeah so also i would have loved to hear their mashup of josh groban and olivia newton john like we were robbed we didn't even get to see them at all not even like a glimpse of their performance no you just heard a little bit of <laughs> yeah I want to eat this bread, so you keep talking. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I'm good at talking. Um, I did, in fact, see Josh Groban and then say, kill yourself. Because um, I just, you know, that line, it's engraved in me for the rest of my life. Anytime someone mentions Josh Groban, I will say it. And as I should. What we got here? What we got? performance oh when they're announcing sue and they say her book i'm a winner and you're fat (laughs) i think a part of my soul left my body i'd read it for sure yeah i mean it's it's a good title i i (laughs) it'll 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 like, 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 like Jeanette McCurdy's memoir that she has coming out. I'm glad my mom died, or my, I'm glad my mom is dead, or whatever. Clickbait, love it. You know, you just gotta shock the audience into reading it. I'm a winner, and you're fat. Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the clickbait be clickbaiting. <laughs> um. So you know. They do. They have their motivational speech before they have to go on. The, 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 dang, the new directions, and Finn's like trying to be Troy Bolton so bad. So yeah, it's like there's nothing wrong with wanting to win. Just don't let it consume you, and don't let that be the only thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You should actually want to perform as well. I want to win. Like you, should, you know, like ain't nothing wrong with winning. I like to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but don't let that be your whole oh jesus <laughs> don't let that be your whole personality right before new directions performed rachel and finn are in places mm-hmm. and then finn just goes up to her and says i love you like, oh i was like oh, she didn't love him back. hello <laughs> she just she and Jesse just broke up, guys, and she oh, yeah. just kissed you. Yeah, I forgot to mention the kiss. Yeah, they kissed in the hallway. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he was doing his little Troy Bolton speech, and then she's like, "Oh my god, I'm in love with you." So whatever. So yeah. still teenage. Still teenager. <laughs> yeah, um, but he's just like, "I love you," and I will admit, this scene has had a choke on hold on me since <laughs> I watched the show. <laughs> And I think it's gotten worse now that I'm on Finchel TikTok. Not just Finchel TikTok. 
Yeah. Mm. I want everything TikTok. I got the clay. I got the Britannia. I got a little bit of Wemma. I don't want it, but I got it. Um. So let's talk about the performance. Yeah. So. Faith- go ahead. Well, I was just going to say faithfully. So. Yeah. Same page. Continue. I, d- I didn't. I was going to let you speak. No. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so <laughs> first performance is Faithfully. This song was like crack to me when I was a child watching this. There was something about it that I was just like, this is peak romance. And I really tried with my whole heart to sing Leah's high note at the end. And I thought I killed it. I did not. I can't belt it, but I can hit it. I have the urge to, but I won't. Not right now. <laughs> Maybe later. We'll see what happens. Like you go around the house singing. Um, speaking of going around the house, not going around the house singing, but speaking of singing, <laughs> because my sister's is Brianna's a soprano. Um, and then my mom's a tenor alto. I'm an alto tenor, so she be singing the tenor part. I be singing the alto part. This is when we was at a concert. We know some of the songs we sang. We've sang at church. They sang. We've sang at church. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we had <laughs> we had a choir basically. The lady friend was like, "Oh my gosh, all I can hear is you guys," and we don't know if she meant it in a bad way or a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Sorry, we're thinking about us. Whenever we at, we're gonna have three bar harmony." <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, back to Faithfully. This is their best duet, methinks. Yes. Really good. Really good. I hate Leah's hair in this. The, the hairstyle itself is not bad, but on her, it looks weird. Her hair was just layered really weird and it looked thin and thick at the same time, but like in the worst type of boy. Yeah, just the <laughs> girl's hair, I was not a fan of. They had like this puff 60s that, that thing. Bump, that bump it thing yeah. that was popular back then. Yeah, it's a no. The costumes in and of itself are very pretty. Mm. I like them. Hair is a mess. Yeah. I'm mad because Leah and Michelle sound so good. And it's like, why do problematic people have such good, some problematic people have such good voices? They don't deserve them. They don't deserve to prosper. It makes me sick. It's, It's genuinely sickening. Like you got good people, like you, you know, it's got good people, and they don't prosper like they deserve to, mm-hmm. or they don't have the vocal range that these problematic people do. Yeah. So to the mashup. All right. So then we have any way you want it, love and touch and squeezing. Mm-hmm. I only like half of this mashup. Really something about the chords in any way you want it make me want to punch somebody in the face <laughs> um <laughs> but i love the love and touch and squeezing part <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i like that one yeah um I, I like that i like how they sound like they just sound really confident and they sound really talented yeah new directions are really talented for a first year choir they just didn't have great guidance so they couldn't prosper the way they should mm-hmm. they should have Mm-hmm. Thanks, William Nilliam. We'll talk more about that in a few minutes. Hope he steps on a Lego. Without shoes on. Mm. And it embeds itself right into the middle of your foot. And we Anyways. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's not much to say about the mashup. It's it's cute. Yeah, I thought they ate. Um, I like that the vocals are distributed, yeah, pretty evenly. More people got to actually have a solo, so there's that. Um, and then we have the song that never stops playing in this stupid freaking show, Don't Stop Believing. It's annoying because they it was just a really bold decision to have them perform this after they had gotten their set list stolen in sectionals and Haverbrook performed it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should have performed Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. It was overdone already within their, within their first season. 
honestly, it's giving lazy. It's giving unprepared. Yeah, whether uh, I, I was looking at my notes, I was like, it's, it was definitely a choice to sing the song after Haverbrook did it for sectionals, whether it, that was supposed to be a joke or not. Like the little, like that scene, but like, uh uh-uh. They, they shouldn't have performed it because now it looks like they're copying them and that was like the whole point of them changing their set list for sectionals i don't know i don't know yeah it seems a little messy yeah um the only good like, part i remember though maybe because they thought what? the show was going to end after sectionals yeah that's fair yeah we'll allow it i guess mm, anyway don't make the mistake again though <laughs> the only good part about this version is Mercedes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When she, when she uh, modulates. Although, when I hear it, I think about X-Factor performance where she did oh. not modulate right. I think Amber just got really excited and she ended up flat. Well, wasn't that when she was seeing Straight and Simon Cowell's face? Yeah. Well, that's because she was mad. I know. Yeah, she really so- wants to prove it that she should have not gotten too excited about it i get yeah. it though but like fell, it fell flat me literally flat Whew, luckily the music kept up it's all right it's all right um yeah yeah i think so after this i, I missed that post-competition feeling or that post-show feeling of running running down the hall excited which you're with your classmates, like, yo, we just killed that. I missed that feeling. Good times. I wish we got to perform. <laughs> like, I just won one competition, guys, and they wouldn't let us have it because we were too small. I'm sorry. It's giving homophobia. Anyway. <laughs> the difference between going to a, a big school and a small, a small town school. Yeah. So, um, yeah, New Directions, their set's over. Um, They're all crowding around like, oh, yeah, we killed this. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Judy pops up out of nowhere and it's like, Quinn, I left your father. Oh, you should have left him months and months and months ago. Mm -hmm. And the only reason she left him was because she found out he was having an affair. You would think... I wish they would have expanded on it more. Mm-hmm. Like, expanded on Quinn's home life more and on her relationship with her parents and her mom's, you know, um, like, because in my head, I'm like, oh, no, I understand. Because she didn't have any financial stability by herself. And I'm like, wait, that was headcanon. <laughs> that was headcanon. That was headcanon no. in that one, in that one for Mary Fitch. <laughs> No, because I read too many like character studies and head canons. I can't tell what's reality anymore. Yeah, we're like, oh, I completely understand um, Mrs. Fabray's thing. She didn't have any, she didn't know how to live without him because she was taught to, you know, live for a man and to only be a trophy wife and a housewife. I'm like, wait, is that true? <laughs> is that true? No, because I was on TikTok the other day and I was having a conversation with somebody about whether Blaine's Filipino or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're we like, don't wait. know. We're like, wait, is that a headcanon? Or are I, we just going off of Darren Chris? I think it's a headcanon, but I don't know. And I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I, every time I write Blade in a story, I make him half Filipino. What's tea? I, I don't know. Yeah. I hate it. Or maybe it, hmm, I don't know. No, because, yeah. I don't know. And like, is Carol a nurse? We don't know. know. (laughs) We've made it up. At least we know for a fact Santana's dad is a doctor. And listen, apparently, in like the official like plea yearbook thing, it said that Kurt's mom died at six, but in the show, she died. They said multiple times when he was eight. So I don't trust this show. Yeah. I'll, my head cannons make more sense than the actual show. And I'll stand by that. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as Judy says, I left your father, Quinn's water breaks. We're headed to the hospital, guys, packing it up. Rachel's staying behind um, to watch her ex boyfriend 
perform Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Finn went. I wouldn't have I, went. Why would I want to go see a baby that was lied to be lied about being mine? He's like, yeah. I, well, I don't care. He's still not friends with either Quinn or Puck, so it yeah, doesn't like, really make sense. Yeah, like I had in my story, like I had Crystal, like, like good luck to you, but I don't care about you or that baby. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I think all that movement, the dancing, and and give up the funk performance, what induced her early month early labor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So not a Bohemian Rhapsody. If TV shows could get Oscars, they would have gotten an Oscar for this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because nobody in the history of television has done it like Glee in their first season. Yep. That's yep. a season finale. And it's just Diana Agron still getting her check to this day from that scene. She put everything into it. It's the definition of camp. Now, here's the thing. Did, Did John ever get a simple song the whole time he was on Glee. No, he didn't. It- <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> uh, oh, that's cute. Listen to your heart was supposed to, was basically the easiest song he sang. And it's still pretty high up in his range. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. It's like he never got something. I Very think was, acoustic, laid back, you know? If we think about Frozen 2, it's Lost in the Woods. That's pretty much, it's almost, it's, the keys are pretty close. Mm-hmm. I love that performance. Can't wait to talk about it. Oh, he sounds what? so good. Cool. He to sounds my heart? so good. Yeah. That's going to be my karaoke song. My second one. My first oh, one is taking my breath away. I have to figure out what karaoke song I'm doing for this cruise. Yeah. I don't know. Where are you guys going? Um, it's to the Bahamas. Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, please, mama. Bermuda, Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mom <laughs> wants to do I Will Survive. <laughs> and then you will come in, I'm a survivor. Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong show. My mom can make weird noises. <laughs> I want to be able to do karaoke in person. All we do is at a home. We haven't done it in a minute, and I really have the urge because our TV broke. It's got like the backlight of the TV went out, so it's on, but you can't see the screen. So, but and my mom was like, "We just have to get a new TV because my dad doesn't know how to fix it." Mm-hmm. But you know, it's an investment, and you know, the next sale isn't until. Like Memorial Day, Memorial Day sale, Fourth of July sale are usually for appliances, not yeah. electronics. So we wouldn't be able to get to like freaking Black Friday. But I'm pretty sure she ooh. get away from my window, B. Can't get in, but I don't want you near it. <laughs> go away, go away. Yeah. What are we talking about? Booking in Rap City. Yeah, Jonathan Groff. This song is not an easy song. So, you, you know what grinds my gears? What grinds your gears? The girl singing Galileo. Oh, yeah. Why does it sound? It's, like, very sharp. <laughs> I, I, I want to fight her for that. <laughs> Every time she sings, I want to punch her right in her mouth. Mm-hmm. Make her bite her lip. <laughs> the way that hurts. Give me a little bump. <laughs> She's like, Figaro. I'm like, oh my God, who taught Shelby didn't teach you the vowels? She did not. She did not teach you them vowels. Uh, Anyways, 
yeah, Quinn gives birth as they're performing. And the funniest part is when they're like, for me, for me, for me. And they're like, the build up. <laughs> that's, that's the funniest part of the whole performance for me. <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, hate the outfits. For real. Disgusting. Who put them in those? And their big old budget. That's the outfits y'all came up with. Don't make me laugh. And D did better. And that's a surprise. Mm-hmm. I love Jonathan Carl. I know you do. I'm, I'm a true guy, Brad man. And writing this Jesse story just makes it so much worse. She didn't use it in a new Matrix movie. There was no yeah. promo for that movie. Yeah, there wasn't really any promo, but I knew he was in it. Mm-hmm. Like he, 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 he was in a movie with Keanu Reeves. Like he, they had a scene together. They had a fight scene together. Like what? My king. Rachel. So then Rachel goes to talk to Shelby afterwards. She was so bold, and she was loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. But Shelby pissed me off in that scene as well. Oh, I just—I want a family. You completely dissed me. Like she basically saying she wants a baby. She Shelby is that type of woman that doesn't actually care that babies are human beings. She just wants an actual to to actually own a person. That's what she wants. Those days mm-hmm. are over, Shelby. <laughs> like you know, mm-hmm. like she's like she doesn't actually care about bringing a child into the world and raising them to be the best person that they can be she likes the concept of having a baby mm-hmm. she weird no she weird you're weird you're weird you're weird mm-hmm. rich is literally there begging shelby to be a part of her life just a part of her life she had asked she said, to be her mother but she said i'm good i thank you she said no i want to be someone else's mother oh yeah you could choke for real i i'm from the face I want to say Sue's line so bad, but it is quiet outside of my door. <laughs> Sue's line to Josh Groban. Oh, kiss my it. ass, Josh Groban. <laughs> I love it. So oh. funny. He's like, he's like, he's like, dang it. I'm not no, I'm not the only one who wants to know what the heck Sue Sylvester is doing here. Kiss my <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Oh, so freaking funny. Because imagine you just meet him and then you just tell him that. Do you think he'll remember? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my dream if I ever met Josh Groban. And then we get back to the hospital, right? Right. Right. Oh, wait, no. No? No, I f- we forgot to talk about Yeah, the, if you don't know, the New Directions don't win. And they should have gotten second place. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we didn't. They're like, we didn't place. Yes, you did. You got third. <laughs> but why did they announce it like that? That was weird. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I get it. But, like, I don't know. Because then in future competitions, they go third, second, first. Mm hmm. I think it was just because it was the first regionals that we were going to see. Yeah. And they knew that New Directions wasn't going to, but they needed us to, like, hold on for a little bit. Mm-hmm. For suspense. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so we get back to the hospital, right? Right. And let's talk about what pisses me off and what's freaking annoying and the worst, one of the worst storylines that the Glee writers ever wrote. Ouch. I forgot I got a cut right here, but it's itchy. I don't know where the cut came from. <laughs> so Shelby pops up at the hospital. I don't know why. Creeps around the corner from the dark and walks up to Puck and Quinn looking into the baby unit. Which one's yours? Have a- <laughs> And then just immediately knows which baby. Get away from me. Get away from me. Get away from me. Get away from the babies. 
Go away, Shelby Corcoran. <laughs> it's scaring me. Let's let's run through it. Let's. This is a scenario, not the scenario. This is this is what Shelby's doing. Oh my gosh, I want a baby so bad. Let me choose the baby of my biological daughter's bullies. Yes. And let me take this baby and let me go away from my biological daughter, who I completely diss, even though I completely traumatized her and wanted to be in her life. But as soon as I met her, I was like, oh, shoot, I can't do this because you're not a baby. I want a baby and I want this baby. I want the baby of your bully. <sighs> Wonder why? Because she's better than you. Basically, that's what, basically what Rachel, what she was telling Rachel. Like, <sighs> And like, so I've heard like on TikTok, the perspective of being an adoptee. Mm -hmm. Um, And they say that like, basically it sucks. It sucked. Yeah, and it was traumatizing. Mm -hmm. And that if you want, you know, to help children that aren't biologically yours, then you should foster because the goal should be reunification like some people a lot of people adopt kids and they completely erase their identity and cut off any any possible way of communicating with their birth family and birth parents yeah so and then when it, especially when it comes to transracial adopting and they completely take away all their heritage until they know nothing about who they are as a person or as a race and um i don't like that but it's, it's good to know it's good to know that information so yeah f you shelby corcoran you can choke she's so weird for that out of all the babies that she could have adopted she chooses the baby that her daughter knows about like it's actually insane what are you looking at huh so what are you looking at my notes oh what you got take a bite now let's see Okay, so yeah. the direction's lost. Mm-hmm. All the kids make Will sit through this serenade, and they all say a little thing about how their life has changed because of the club, because of Mr. Chu. At the beginning of the year, I was just another football player. Why did he say it like that? It sends me every single time. Why did he say it like that? <laughs> Like just the, the Dion's delivery of the line cracked me up, and it shouldn't have. I feel like it's supposed to be heartfelt. It's like I'm sorry, yeah. Matt. Nobody, nobody's gonna remember you in two episodes. But it's okay because um, we always will. Okay, justice for my king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be but, interesting to write him for my Mercedes story. Yes, we love. Um, here's here's my problem with that scene mm-hmm. uh finn oh my god because why does he have a whole monologue like he goes on and on it's like about no. how william cut it, milliam cut it, cut it. roll music <laughs> william milliam is a father figure to him oh and then cut a couple seasons and then they're best friends and then they're besties for the resties uh, Pick a lane and stick to it. I, is he your father or is he your best friend? I know some people are like, oh, my mom's my best friend, but this situation, it's not that. Mm-mm. It's not that. I think I keep hitting everything metal. <laughs> what hidden is it? Um, so, yeah. Ouch, my finger. Oh, man. I have a way of getting out of this little area that I've built to get a band-aid but yeah so then Emma is seen yelling at Figgins in his office and then she comes out yelling in the hallway and then you get to her and Will yelling at each other in the middle of the hallway y'all are teachers (laughs) I don't care how passionate you are about about Glee y'all are y'all are teachers at the end of the day (laughs) <laughs> and you're yelling in the middle of the hallway. Have some decorum. Yeesh. It will is selfish, first, second of all. Third of all, no, still the same point. Let her move on. 
What are you eating? I'm chewing on my tongue. Oh, you got a Bee Gees? I got a heartburn. Uh, All right, we're going to sec OTC. <laughs> Where is the cable guy? I miss him. Remember Tooth Fairy? <laughs> the first one was with the rock, but the Tooth Fairy 2 was with Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. And the only thing I remember from that movie is his co-worker. He's like, you have lost your ever-mother-loving mind. And I, I took that line as my own, and I say it when, it, when it's necessary. <laughs> uh-huh. Because it reminds me of this one time we were coming from Tennessee, and we were at Steak and Shake, and the a uh, lady from my church had gotten a cookie and it had a hair on it and our waiter was like sugar frosted flakes <laughs> but yeah funny we're funny anyways yeah to start with love I like the performance if we get a Flynn Sadie's duet we love to see it we didn't get that the rest of the rest of the season rest of the show I get a little emotional. I go, I go front. Yeah. Yeah, it took to the last episode of the season for Matt to get in line. Oh, guy. Oh, poor guy. Justice for Dion Tolton. For real. Mm-hmm. The last line before they start singing. You are Glee Club. And you're in all of us. Mm-mm. It's not supposed to be taken as an innuendo. But I cannot help it. They could have worded that any other type of way. <laughs> they didn't. It's it's just in my veins to make everything a joke. Oh my goodness. Why would you say that? <laughs> that that's illegal. Look stop. <laughs> You're in all of us. Why would you say that to me? Oh, okay, I remember. In this, I'm gonna punch you through the screen if you don't stop biting your nails. Sorry. <laughs> Impossible. We're gonna make it possible. Believe that. Anyways, they were acting their butt off in that scene. Like, I was feeling that. I was like, that's why I was crying because I was feeling that the emotion that they was that the actress was portraying, mm-hmm. especially Naya. I was like, yeah, you're, it's giving. It's definitely giving. <sighs> That's all I have. That's all the notes I have. I did not care about Somewhere Over the Rainbow or um, the Shoevester scene. Yeah, there's not... I wrote almost nothing except a tiny little thing on Over the Rainbow, and that's just the Quinn, Kurt, and Mercedes trio. Mm-hmm. Love it. We barely got to see it, but when it came, it's our and then I wrote Chris sang it better. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, that's the episode. <laughs> it is. We should have we should have been timing this. Um because we can't see how much time this, it will take. This now. might be a little short. Um, yeah. but we're making it up for it with another episode. So that's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. Okay, let's get the best and worst. And I'm not really, it was really hard to do this one in this episode. Yeah, I wasn't looking at episodes. Uh, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't really show outfits. It was a lot of shots from like mid waist up. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So let's just talk about the outfits then. Okay. I went by the competition outfits. Yeah, so did I. Well, I write that. I don't agree with that. I put best as vocal adrenaline, and I don't believe that to be true. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think New Direction's best, vocal adrenaline worse. I don't even remember what oral intensity had on. They were barely on the stage for more than a minute. Uh, I got, I got, yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, So let's just do um whatever, whatever you want, then Sasha. Okay. Um character. I this was so hard. I don't even agree with them, but I'm gonna tell you what I wrote. Okay. 
I wrote Finn for best character and mm-hmm. Shelby for worst. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I think Finn is the best character in this episode because like, I don't really. <clears throat> but nobody really got enough screen time. Like, in, like they all got the equal amounts of screen time, I mean. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really determine. Yeah. And Shelby has already explained. Yeah. But who did you who did what did you put? Um well for best character I put Tina. Um I don't know why. I think it's just that little scene at the beginning. Yeah. I was just like, that's me, you know. So I put Tina. Uh worse, obviously, Shelby doesn't mm. need to be explained because we ranted about it at least 30 times. Yeah. And yep. best and worst song. I'm gonna be a little controversial. Um, for best song, I put faithfully. Mm-hmm. It's just it's my favorite Finchel duet. It has a joke hold on me. Um, and then worst song, um, I put to start with love, but I that's not right. <laughs> yeah, it's over a rainbow. Um. So there's that. Yeah, I put somewhere on the rainbow for my worst song. For best song, I put Bohemian Rhapsody. I do think that Faithfully is a really good choice, though. But I think because I love Jonathan's covers of Queen of these two Queen songs, this and another one by Sadus, mm-hmm. that I just could not put could could not put that right. Yes, I think I said that right. Yeah, you said that right. <laughs> um, for MVP, who did you put? I put Sue. Me too. Because Miss Girl pretends she doesn't like Will or the Glee Club, but she's the only one who stuck up for them in the judging room. Mm-hmm. She got a heart. Ooh, Iris. Yeah. So let's make up let's make up an assignment of the week. Let's say what out of the new direction season one repertoire would you have chosen for regionals? Yeah. Or nor. Um I think Halo Walking on Sunshine had a lot of potential. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Also like hate on me. Yes. Get off my head. Get off my brain. <laughs> 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 and then what boy and girl performance? Well, hate on me was, but it was more female centric. Well, I give up the funk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like give up the funk. Or like what group performances? Mm. It's like hello, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, hello, goodbye, goodbye, hello. <laughs> yeah. Or like last name. Oh, like a prayer. Yes, or somebody to love, which they supposedly <laughs> performed, but they didn't show it. Mm-hmm. So they had to cut for time. <laughs> yes, there's so many choices that they could have done. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of season one. I feel like this is like anticlimactic. Because a lot of people do recaps, but <laughs> sorry, there's nothing to talk about. I just generally don't think we could make many episodes like recaps. No. Not with how much we go over these seasons again and again between writing and just yeah, regular bro. analysis. Like oh. I won't I won't be starting my Mercedes book for a good minute all because I don't want to go through season one again. <laughs> like it makes me sick. <laughs> I probably won't write that until we finish season two here. I don't know. Maybe not until I finish season three for Make Me Feel, which I still have not even finished writing the first scene. <laughs> like, I'm still on them talking to JBI. <laughs> That's all right. I've been working on transitioning for, what, two months? <laughs> so, that's it. That's season one. We'll see y'all in the next episode, basically. We're not necessarily going anywhere. Like, after you play this episode, Play the next one.
Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Gleek Please with Emily and Lauren. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Gleek Please Podcast and on Twitter at Gleek Please Pod. And follow our main accounts on Instagram at It's Emily Dick and at Lauren Gitis. That's L X U R E N G I T I S. Send us your thoughts on the episode and future episodes via email at gleekplease at gmail.com or send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash gleekplease.